This is Sylvia Kaplan, and we're here in Subo at Brooklyn College, um, and I'm interviewing Elliot Handler um, concerning uh, changes uh, in the Kings Highway neighborhood where he's lived for 70 years. And what I'd like to find out, uh, the time now is um, 12.30. What I'd like to find out, Elliot, is um, when you were young, what stores do you remember the most? Which and um, why do you remember them the most? Well, w what I remember about the area and what I miss about the area is we had supermarkets. We had a, supermar a local supermarket, Wallbaums where you would do your, your, your shopping. And where was Wallbaums located? Wallbaums is located at Kings Highway and Nostrand Avenue. Uh, the corner now contains a CVS store. Mm -hmm. uh, that corner used to contain a Wallbaums, a local luncheonette. There was Rand's Cleaners. There was a bar. There was a liquor store. There was a TV store. And My that was, was that on Nostrand Avenue or on uh, Kings Highway? It was Nostrand and Kings Highway on the corner. That corner was very influential in my growing up. Uh-huh. Because on the corner there used to be a luncheonette called Tierney's Luncheonette. At age 14, 13 and a half, 14, I started working there, putting together Sunday papers on a Saturday night, then I progressed. Can we, can we back up a little? Um, so you remember that store being there all the time. I mean, uh, when you were 13, that store didn't just open up. It had been there a number of years. It was Did you used to shop in that store yes. and buy candy and things? Yes. Did you, um, what, what, what gave you the idea to work there? I mean, did you see any other boy, young yes. boys working yes. there? Oh, okay. And Did you know these boys? Yeah, and it was a neighborhood type hangout and uh -huh. social socialization. Was it was it a candy store with the stools? Candy store, luncheonette uh -huh. type situ operation. Uh, like I said, I, I I started doing the Sunday papers on Saturday but night. But you got the idea because you saw other boys doing yes. it. Yes. Then I uh -huh. went to. Uh, being so a soda jerk. So tell me, how did you make the decision to ask the owners whether you could... Um, I always like working. I always like making money. I know that, but were you nervous about asking the owners? So, uh, so what did you do? Did you, um, how, did you, how did you ask them? Did you, did you tell anyone? Did you tell I, your... I knew the one, some people who were working there, and I said, when so-and-so doesn't show up, or if there's a problem, I would like to get a job uh -huh. doing the same thing that, that he was doing. Okay. And the opportunity uh, came about, and they called me if had, I can. Uh, oh, you let the owners know, or you yes. let one of the, okay. Uh-huh. And I worked there for six years. Uh, I graduated. Well, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's just, uh, you worked there. So how did you, when you first started working there, what'd you do? I put together the papers on a Saturday night. And how long did Daily you do News, that? News, yeah. uh, uh -huh. Journal American, uh, The Mirror. Uh, I did that for several for two year, year and a half, two years, and one two, night. Okay. The one of the countermen behind the luncheon 
the luncheonette part of the store did not show up, and they asked me if I could make sodas behind the counter. And did anyone I, show you how? Well, I sort of knew how to do that. Well, it's not it, hard to do that. I didn't say it was hard, but I mean, did well, what did it entail to make the soda? Tell me. Tail putting, taking a glass, put it under a dispenser, pressing the right levers, making an egg. In cream, other words, you had you it, to actually okay. mix the stuff together. Okay, so when you you, you say and you from there, well, how did you know how much how much of how, how much of the syrup to to I pour in? Trial and error, a lot of it. Oh, and had, then, had, in other words, did the customers complain no, if it was too? No. Then how did you know you were? making a mistake or doing the right thing. I was good at it, and I did not make any mistakes. Not possible. Then I graduated, <laughs> and I went on to become this, the cook, not the cook, but the person behind the counter that prepared the food that the people would actually eat, which meant making the sandwiches, uh, using the grill, using the fryer, and whatever. And I did that for several years until I actually started college. And I think I learned more in the local luncheonette. What did it, you learn? I learned how to deal with people. And well, how did you deal with, what do you mean, how to deal with people? Well, you're serving people and you have to know how to listen to the people, mm -hmm. get along with the people, mm -hmm. uh, because there were tips involved and mm -hmm. whatever, so that, that meant money uh, to me. Right. Uh, and it was just a learning situation where you learn how to real world operations of dealing with people and getting along so with Tierney's people. So Tierney's luncheonette had a great impact on your life. I also met a friend from that, uh, from the time in Luncheonette, who worked in a TV store, uh, three, three, four stores away, and it's 55 years, and we still keep in contact with each other. Okay. So, so that corner, that corner had a great impact. Were there any other stores um, along uh, King's Highway? There was a shopping area a little that, further that you, down. That you miss. There was a shopping area, the other side of Ocean Avenue, that was more commercial than residential. And on, in that area, I remember the stores just on one block where you had a delicatessen, you had three, or f three different meat, meat stores where meat market type situations. You had a, an appetizing store where you can buy smoked fish and salads and stuff like that. You had two bakeries where they used to make their own bread and cake and whatever. You had a fruit store. You mm -hmm. had, and these are all mom and pop operations, mom and pop type stores. Which which you and your family used to um, frequent, frequent very often. Uh huh. And it sort of uh, made it made the neighborhood because uh, it made it convenient to live in that area because between the grocery store that you had on one end 
of the of the area, Nostrand and Kings Highway, you had Wallbaums, and then you had 10 blocks away, you had local stores where you can supplement what you can buy in the supermarket. And that sort of made the local area self-sufficient, where you didn't have to go to different parts of the borough, different parts of Brooklyn, to, to make your purchases, your daily purchases. And it's sort of uh, the people in the mom and pop stores, we would know the people in the stores and the people who own the stores knew their customers. And it just, it made the area a more friendly type area. To shop in. To shop in. And it made the people within the area friendlier to each other because you saw the same people over and over again and you made friends and uh, you you had friends in, in the area that you can socialize with and whatever. How do you do your shopping now? It's hard. Well, between cars and whatever, because supermarkets are few and far between in Brooklyn. Uh, the other area, the other side of Ocean Avenue, there aren't that many food stores there. There are more than 99 cent stores and other retail type See, so now you have to take your car to shop in different, different areas. That's and correct. it's not. And it changes the area. And it's not as friendly for That's you. That's correct. Thank you so much, Elliot. That was so informative.